Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chewing It. This is Kevin Heffernan. On behalf of Steve Lemmy, thanks for joining us. Another great show this week. We have a great guest. We're joined by our friend Jay Larson. Very funny stand-up. You've seen him on Conan. You've seen him on Craig Ferguson, Comedy Central. He's got a podcast he does with Ryan Sickler called The Crab Feast, which Lemmy and I have both been on. It's a great storytelling podcast. And he's the host of a new show on the Esquire Network called Best Bars in America, where he gets to travel around and he goes to all the best bars across the country. What a great idea for a show that is. And we talked about all that stuff. We talked about the podcast and the show. We talked about his starting stand-up. He's also one of these Boston guys. I don't know why we keep having these Boston guys on here. Boy, oh boy. But we talked Boston. We talked a little Boston. We talked a little Sox. Little Yankees. But we had a great conversation with him. He's a great guy. And uh, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it. Um, before we get going, though, uh, a couple of plugs. Take a couple of weeks off from the stand-up, and then we're going to head back out end of August. We're going to go to the Brea Improv at the end of August, August 29th, 30th, 31st. Labor Day weekend, right? Um, then after that, we're going to go to Winnipeg, head north of the border, Rumors Comedy Club, uh, September 11th, 12th, 13th. Those are the next two gigs. we got a bunch in the fall, but uh, we'll start there. Go to our website. you find out all the information, heffernandlemmy.com. You can find out about tickets, upcoming dates, all that kind of stuff. Or just follow us on uh, Twitter. I'm at heffernandrules. Lemmy's at Steve Lemmy. Um, but, yeah, come on out. We'll have a great time. We'll make you laugh. We'll have some beers. Um, also, hey, if you're going to go shopping on Amazon.com, Go to the Chewing It website, click through the banner ad for Amazon, and then shop, just like you normally would. And uh, some of the proceeds go to keeping our show on the air. So um, if you're going to shop, just do it. Click through. Easy, right? Okay, that's it, everybody. Let's get to this podcast because there's some fun stuff here. Jay Larson, great guy, great comic. You're going to love it. Enjoy the chew. Now entering Nerdist.com. True it. With a guy named Kevin. True it. And this other guy, Steve. True it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast straight. True it. They're gonna get chewy. True it. They might even get me. True it. But they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. We were in Cincinnati. Uh-huh. At the Funny Bone, have you ever, have you done that? Have you done the Cincinnati Funny Cincin- Bone? No, I haven't. But I've heard good things. It's good, about Cincinnati. It's good. And we had a dude. Oh, there you go. Look at that big head. That big head. Yeah, big. Uh, He's like Callista Flockhart. That kid. You watch your skinny God body, damn. big head. <laughs> <laughs> so the dude, uh, he kind of looked like a. Uh, the opener was kind of like probably in his fifties. He looked kind of like a like the weird like bastard cousin of Michael Moore. Like he was kind of a big dude with a weird haircut. And so we were coming off the stage. You know, like you finish your set, you come off the stage, and then the, the host comes on and says, thanks, everyone, thanks for coming tonight, sure. whatever. So Lemmy and I finish. We're walking off the stage, and Lemmy gets off the stage. And this dude and I kind of have a little do-si-do where he's trying to get on the stage, I'm going to the stage, and he bites it. He falls down 
on the stage? On the stage. Like okay. he, the step onto the stage and then face plants onto the stage. <laughs> oh, this is like, yeah. you know, Friday night late show, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Face plants, okay? And so he's a big dude and he can't get up. So he starts squirming like a like a like a turtle oh or whatever. God. Like he's on his stomach. This and is he's killing squirming. Me. This is I know. Right and he's squirming like this, like just trying to get his arms around. He's a big dude. He can't get up. And I'm trying to help him. I'm looking off my shoulder. And the people are applauding for the show, but like now he's already signing autographs. Oh, Lenny, Lemmy's I'm, gone. I have no idea this is Lemmy's happening. Lemmy's gone. Of course he is. <laughs> so now people are applauding, like you know, and I'm and I'm like, and then I look back at the front row, and it's like all these women going, "Oh my god!" Like they're looking mm-hmm. terrible, like they're horrified, and the dude's squirming like a thing. And then he finally gets up onto one knee, and he's able to grab the microphone. He's like, "Keep it going for Kevin and Steve." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god!" Good. Did he make a joke about it or anything? No, mm-hmm. not a joke. Nothing. He just was like, wasn't that yeah. kind of guy. Just a little sad moment. Oh man, that, that hurts so and, much. And and you know, unfortunately, Kevin, it, 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 he's not able to properly illustrate the what the fellow really was like. Like Michael Moore fucks Janet Reno, <laughs> and they have a child. But your story about your baby not being able to turn over immediately, yeah, put that in my mind. About who that dude, oh, that man. dude, that poor guy. Well, here's so hate. Oh, That's a nightmare falling on stage. You know? And we're gonna pick, we're gonna pick this up. But I'm gonna be a professional and yeah. introduce our guest here. Let's do it. So man. let's first chew. We start our podcast by chewing, man. You got chew. Give some chew. He's got, he's got uh, blueberries and almonds over there. So yeah. So who was that? Uh, there's a comedian. Was it uh, that used to do a bit and talk about like. He'd be like chewing gum, doing stand up, and he'd be like, uh, you know, all my agents and stuff, they want you to take acting class. I'm like, take acting class. I'm, like, I'm trying to focus on stand comedian. You see this right here? I'm not even chewing gum. <laughs> and, it, and he had it down. Like, it yeah. looked like he had a big league chew in there. Yeah. Really? It's good. Anyway, I, I don't have any. I'm chewing with nothing in there. Well, what, what, what's in there? What's in there? What's in your mind? What's, what are you chewing? Oh, Jesus. Is this, like, yeah, is this an acting a, exercise? Now you do a solo chew. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm going to oh. have right now? Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm, it's a mushroom and onion piece of pizza right there. Okay. <laughs> on the street in New York. Just grabbed it. That's mm. what I'm talking about. Is that because you're, you're on a diet and you can't eat that yeah. right now? Is that what yeah. you're thinking about? Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, so, Are you so, on a diet? I don't call it a diet. I just look at it more like a life change, you know? Sure, sure. Eating healthy. Okay, so our guest today is an incredible, incredible person. Mm-hmm. An incredible so, man. Guys, you know, I'm... Who's... Is there some... God. Getting all choked up, man. God. Getting all choked up. Okay. He's 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 the host of the TV show Best Bars in America. That is true. On Esquire on, Network, Esquire mm-hmm. TV. Do you right. call it the Esquire Channel, Esquire TV? Yeah. I call it the Esquire Channel Network. Okay. okay. Also a fabulous stand-up comedian. Right. You've seen him on Conan, Craig Ferguson, right? Look at these. Look, Last this comic is standing. the conversation we had out front. <laughs> <laughs> I got it on a piece of paper right here, dude. Yeah, dude. I do. You Talk about Look at this shit, bro. Look at that, dude. man. I got a whole list of things that we can talk about. Look at all those fucking questions. He's the host of a podcast called Crab Feast. Crab Feast. With Sickler, Ryan Sickler. Yeah, we've both been a guest we've on that. We've both been on there. Yeah? Yeah. It's like, that's like the second biggest podcast in America. It is. Second. Behind this one, dude. Yeah. This is the, right you, behind. <laughs> right behind. Do you know that this is the fastest growing podcast in America? Is it really? Who yeah. deemed it that? What? I did. <laughs> dude, that's a, I want that stat. Yeah. Fastest growing podcast fastest in America. Growing. Is that true, Katie? Yeah. See? 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 Congratulations. Katie Nerdist. They know, know everything over here. Nerdist. Yeah, no, of Yeah, course. they've got numbers. You just ask Nerdist. They got shit, man. They got people. Um, yeah, actually, when I did the Crab Feast, I had just uh, I had just sprained my MCL. We haven't That's said his name. Right. Oh, uh, Jay Larson, everybody. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Jay Larson. Thanks for having me. One clap. Two clap. 
three claps. claps. Give yourself a no, clap. No, I won't. I can't do it. You don't do that? I, I clap for it. myself when I walk on oh, stage. all the time I do. When you walk on stage? Yeah, yeah, when we come out together, I'm clapping my for, ass off. For stand-up shows? You think it's an insecurity or it's genuine enthusiasm? Enthusiasm. It, it's actually... It's <laughs> got to be. It's got to be. <laughs> it's to bridge the gap between us and the audience. It's to say, like, you know what? I know you're clapping for me, but I'm clapping for all of, all of us. us. Yeah, we're, gonna, yeah. we're all going to have a good time together. Yeah. yeah. What I'm do you do when you walk this. on stage? What do you... I mean, you don't clap uh, or anything? You sulk on stage? I don't, I don't clap. No, I walk... I shake hands with the host, and then I'll... You know, if I have, like, a water or something, I'll put it down. I'll grab the mic, put the mic stand in the back, and then I address the audience. Okay. And do you do you act actually... like you've been there before? That's what... Are you one of those guys? Like you're not like a how you going everybody you're not one of those guys. I never ask anyone how they're going. Yeah, just because I don't. I'm pretty sure they're you don't sitting want the still. Answer? Okay. You know, but um, yeah, yeah. But that's you know all with uh, we we actually talked about this uh, when I was on the crab feast. The fact that uh, like I was mentioning to these guys about how you and I were stand up comedians, but. Not trained right, in that. Right, but cheap. We're cheap stand-up. Yeah, we were cheating our way in, yeah. and so it's like we weren't necessarily prepared to deal with hecklers or anything like right. that. And actually, Larson specifically was like, I know guys like you. Guys <laughs> like you. Yeah. yeah. You're like uh, the Ralph Lauren home collection. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You were a clothing line that's like all of a sudden you're like, what do you think of this pillow? And people are like, oh, it's a pretty good pillow. And you're like, yeah. we could do this. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the, that's the thing. It's, it's that uh, um, we have n- no experience. Right. And, well, now, uh, I mean, you know, so I've been thinking about it. We've been doing rookie, it for five years yeah, now. Yeah, you've been though. doing it a minute. Now. I know, but I mean, the rookie on. mistake is one we still do. Like, you're never supposed to be like, how's everybody doing tonight? Because it's like, right. it's just a waste of time. Yeah, but I it is. Guess it's, so. Sometimes it's a nice thing, and sometimes you want to, like, bridge, you know, and you want to do things. I don't know. Sometimes I'll just walk and I'll look at everybody and then I'll make con- I you know, just. Like, will you be like, hey, nice shirt? Like that type of thing? <laughs> I'd be, I'd be something like, ooh, going strong with the plaid, huh? It's plaid hoodie. Nice. Okay. Oh, that's Keep me. Tight. That's me. Keep Everybody. I'm wearing a plaid hoodie right, right. now. You know? And then people are like, oh, what's that guy wearing? And then, you know, what is this? Right. But then yeah. they feel self-conscious, you know? Yeah. Like, I like, well, what's up, key. San Diego? Yeah. Like to do that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. You guys partying tonight or Who's what? Who's fucked up? Yeah, exactly. Who's smoking pot out there? Who's got the weed? Someone holding? Who's holding? That's right. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a weed term. That's a basic. Term. Oh yeah, I've never heard that. It's basic. Yeah, we do. We come out with fundamental stand-up <laughs> comedy one-on-one. Bottom line is, if the people, I don't care what your comedy is or how your approach is, if the people leave having a good time, you did your job. Mm-hmm. That's what you're there for. The people that's, paid, and they had fun. Then who gives? I don't care if you came out and you know took a shit in unless a bag. you did my material. We, we had a, stole uh, Larson's material. We brought a, a kid up on stage. The Saturday late show. Yeah. Like, we bring up two people from the audience every show. Friday mm-hmm. late show. Friday late show. And uh, this kid was fucking psyched. Like, he was a stone. Oh, oh, this is the other kid. I thought you meant the, the kid on Friday night. Which kid is that? The peach in the ass kid. No. no <laughs> peach no. in the ass kid? <laughs> and that was Thursday night, by the way. <laughs> okay, whatever. That, that was yeah. Comic-Con kid. Fuck, man. Yeah. What a weekend, huh? It was a big weekend. Yeah. It was rough. But so Saturday night, like the late show, this fucking super stonery dude, like a really benign, nice kid. He's he's got like an oversized, like like a hat you might see in like a, a Thompson's twins video. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like oversized bill. Dude, calling out the Thompson twins. And you know what? I didn't have it until the very last second, until I was speaking. I was like, who was that band? Right. Timbuk Three was the first one I was thinking of. The Thompson <laughs> Twins came out. You know what I'm talking? It's like over super oversized Bill, but he's got it on sideways. His hair's all fucking uh, total surfer kid. Dirty, but like a good looking kid. Yeah, nice kid. A good looking kid. Yep. And uh, he was so fired up to be out there. So baked. And we were awarding uh, a sweet prize. 
uh, walk on part in, in our next movie. Shut up. And uh, yeah, but there's a twist on it. <laughs> okay. And, you have to have peach in your ass? That's a different story. Okay. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But uh, anyway, the, the point is we had a peach eating contest, him against this other guy, and they were going for it. He didn't win the contest, but he was like such a huge How fan. How many did he have? One. Oh, it wasn't like a volume. Uh, it was like sexy peach. It's whoever can eat it sexiest. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, get a was little... it a ripe peach? Or was it? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. No, it ripe peach. Beautiful yeah, peach. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, Mackinac. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I don't that, know. That was a Seinfeld episode when the Mackinac peaches come out. Right, right, right. You know what though? I I will say this though. I'm having a peach renaissance right now. Really? Oh my god! My wife has been buying peaches and like Trader Joe's, your least favorite place on earth, has yeah, fantastic juicy peaches. Do you get them sexy? Do you eat them sexy with each other? You or? can't help but not. It's like you. I actually you have to eat them over the. <laughs> you have to eat them over the sink. Yeah, because they, they're so juicy. They, the juice is just squirting out and Fuck, running man. down your Fuck. arm. I eat them in the shower, dude. That's yeah. Whole, yeah, you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's, just the only way. that's all you can you know, do. You know what's a, a, a fun summer, summertime activity when you're done eating a peach? Yeah. Suck it on the pit. Oh, really? Just suck yeah. it. Just keep it in the oh, side of your yeah. mouth like it's leftover seeds. Right, like that sounds like a Massachusetts yeah. thing to me. Done. That's like a Massachusetts yeah, thing. We'll do that's that. where you're from, right? Yeah. What, Boston or no? What no, time? Stoneham, Mass. Stoneham. Just Stoneham. Stoneham. Nancy yeah. Kerrigan, no big deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, watch that 30 for 30 with her and Tanya Harding? Dude, I'm a co EP on that. <laughs> Just by association, bro. Yeah, it's sweet when they're going to cut to Larson as the like talking head with giving his opinion about the incident. You yeah, know I mean that's going to be great. I was a junior in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But hey, it, tell me about the peach okay, guy. Okay, so this kid he came up, had a black. You know, he's like huge fan, high fiving, hugging. He's so fired up a bit, like he was like jumping up and down to come up on stage. Anyway, like it was Price is Right. Yeah, yeah. He was fired so excited. Up. He didn't win the peach eating contest, mm. unfortunately. But and then he was pretty hilarious. By the way, he left. He just like sulked, like sulked off the stage, and we're like, "Hey, he took it with some dignity." <laughs> right. And then we like continued to chat up with the winner on, on stage, and then he just from like the tenth row, the kid threw the peach uh, back up onto the stage. You mm-hmm. see the peach come flying at us from the fucking crowd. Yeah, and immediately like the manager's like, "Get the fuck out of here! You're out." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, wait a second. And he's like, "Don't make me go get a real bouncer. You're fucking out of here. Let's go." <laughs> And fucking kick the kid out, and they're like, bring oh, him up the stage. Like, please, what please. were you guys thinking? Were you oh, we, like, get him out of here? No, we didn't see like, it. We didn't uh, see. In my uh, mind, I was like, that's kind of weird to throw a peach up, but we were like, oh, let's just roll. Let's it is roll. Like, yeah. you know I mean, that's stupid. But it idea. wasn't at our faces. Like, it, it just landed on the stage at yeah. our feet. Yeah. But it was like, we all like looked over there. We're like, okay, well, he just yeah. threw that. But so in just, my mind, I'm going, that dude's going to get fucking bounced. There's yeah. no question he's gone. Yeah. And he did. And like, they run a tight ship over the American comedy company. Listen, but, guys, we have no problem accepting fruit from the performers. Just right. don't throw it. Back. Don't throw it back at them. Don't throw you it. armed them with. Yeah, you armed them a projectile. Yeah, I know we <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah, we did. But, but no anyway. one's ever done that before. No, no one's any, ever thrown the yeah. peach back. At Nobody's us. ever shoved a peach up their ass right. either. That was a Thursday night. A dude, some little nerdy Comic Con kid comes up on stage, and you wouldn't even think of it. And he starts doing a sexy peach eating contest. He pulls his pants completely down, turns around. And he's got like a hairy, for like a nerd, he's got a really hairy ass. Because nerds you don't associate with a hairy ass. Yeah, more like alabaster ass. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spreads I mean, his... I'm just saying that because I have no idea yeah, what I would expect about. from anyone's ass. No, I know. Yeah. You look skeptical about that. You're yeah. like, I do associate but I... a hairy ass with a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and this dude spread his ass cheeks for the, turned to the crowd and spread his ass cheeks open. Mm-hmm. Not once. At the crowd. But twice. And shoved the peach up into his ass. What was the response? <laughs> it was disgust. Disgusting. Everyone was like, oh, my God. It's the most disgusting thing that's ever it, happened. It brought the bit to a fucking halt. Yeah, I would yeah, think yeah. so. <laughs> did, so did he win? No. no. We actually gave him a speaking role. Yeah. 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 We actually yeah. Gave him... yeah. yeah. 
No, no, it was disgust. It was my least it was gross. favorite moment up on stage. But yeah. anyway, the uh, the stoner kid ultimately begged his way back in. Like he was crying at the top of the steps. He's like, "Please, please, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." And uh, the manager was like, "All right," I have, he had to walk him around anyway because they had gone past a, a door that locked. <laughs> he let him back in. He let him back in. But we were just laughing about what a huge swing of emotions that kid had. First, he's brought up on stage. He's <laughs> totally, like, "You're my idols," and totally. then the next thing is he's fucking kicked. Well, and then he lost. Fire. Right, they so lost. like he's got a chance right now to be in one of your movies, which right. is probably why he's a fan because yeah. I yeah. can't imagine it's the stand up. It's not, and then <laughs> then he loses, but he's like whatever, Good Larson. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> still yeah. met him, and then hey, how about I do a funny joke and I'll throw the peach up to show him like hey, just kidding, right? And then tossed, then cried, then out, then cried, then back yeah. in though, then back in. Yeah, yeah, they were being rough on him though. He was doing everything wrong. Like then he was taking pictures in like that. We do a meet and greet uh, after the show. Yeah. yeah. And they were pretty good about, like, they had a, their own photographer there, and it was like, they would take the picture, and you can go to the Facebook site and download the photo. Oh, that's cool. And get, yeah, and so it keeps the line moving, gets them right through, and they were, but they were adamant about, like, no outside cameras. And he, did you see this? He was yeah. taking pictures, and the, the photographer turned, grabbed his phone, and just started, started fucking deleting. deleting pictures off. The crux I felt of the, bad. The, 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 the button on the end of it is that uh, my brother is a college professor in New Hampshire, where? He teaches at Plymouth. Plymouth, Plymouth State. Plymouth State? Yeah. Play those guys in college. I didn't freaking did you know a grand slam to center field Say against what? them. Yeah, I did. What? Dude. Where did you go? Go ahead. St. Anselm. Okay. My, it was one of those ones, I too, I knew. think my cousin went to St. Anselm. Oh, I know somebody went to St. Anselm. So you're a college baseball player. I am. Well, was. You am. I yeah, mean, I you am. are. Currently, I'm in a slump. Yeah. I haven't actually <laughs> had an AB in a box. <laughs> what position did you play? Uh, I played outfield. Okay. And I pitched freshman and sophomore year, and then I was done pitching, and then just outfield junior senior year. Okay, all all positions in the outfield. I mainly played right, but I had a couple games in left. I had one game in center. Yeah, center. Center. Center's the, the, Senna. the speedy guy. Yeah, center was the. I remember the day that they told me I was playing center. I was like, "You fucking know it, baby." I couldn't <laughs> wait. I was so stoked. And the first ball I got, it was a guy on second. It was two outs. And someone hit a base hit to center, and that kid, I'm like, oh, that kid's going home. And I'm like, and so am I. And I came charging in, reached down, right, right. crow hop, reaching my glove, yeah. no ball. Ah, where was I it? Missed it. Rolling back it. to the fence oh, yeah. is where it was. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm upset. I'm hurt. it like because Horrible. I know the feeling you're talking about because I've seen other people do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel I feel badly because that's uh, yeah. like you know in your mind you see how this play is going to unfold. You're going to fucking gun that motherfucker out. Oh yeah. Testing you? Testing yeah. Jay what? Larson? My first day in center? Wait, you out of your mind? About? They, they put some... me here for a reason. Yeah, dude. Because the other guy was hurt. You know this. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> dude, fucking Wally Pip. Wally Pip. You're going to fucking get in there and put some pepper on this goddamn ball. Who's Wally Pip? Come on, man. Oh, dude. Come on, dude. Wally really? Pip? Should I leave right now? Really? Wally Pip is one of the most famous. Uh, he was the he was the first baseman before Lou Gehrig, and then he was he was sick or whatever. He got hurt, and then Lou Gehrig stepped in and then played. Wait know, a minute, he had Lou Gehrig's games. disease before Lou Gehrig. No, he had Lou Gehrig's yeah. position. Wally, imagine his Wally position. Lou Gehrig okay. took his yeah. illness. Yeah, his position, and then he never played again. Yeah, wow. Because Lou Gehrig played for you know twenty five hundred games straight. Never get hurt. Yeah. Play every game, otherwise the next Lou Gehrig will take your spot. And then the irony in that is. <laughs> it's early it's early bro. yeah man it is really early you know you know what i just got to do well i mean you guys might not care but when we were shooting best buys in america yeah. i got to play catch in left field at fenway really yeah and sign the green monster inside oh that's Shut awesome up. really yeah who did you play 
catch with uh, me and Sean, co-host okay. Sean Pat. Now wait a minute. There's comedian. not a best bar in America in Boston. Is that what you're saying? We did an episode in Boston. All right, we'll yeah. get to that. We're going to get to that. Yeah, okay. sure. I don't believe. Is this but, a TV show called Drunkest Bars in America? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, we were angriest bar, bars. meanest bar, most assholes in one <laughs> yeah. spot in America. Yeah. So wait, how was it playing? Was it fucking it dream was come true? It was pretty amazing. Were there any players there? No, not like out in the field with us or anything, but like. I knew when we were going to Fenway, they were going to do something special. Like, I didn't know what it was. And I just kept saying to the producer, I'm like, so what's up? Listen, when we take BP, I'm just going to have gloves because my arm, my hands are, you know what I mean? I haven't golfed or anything in a while. My hands yeah. aren't real. They're kind of tender. I don't sure. want to get all, like, sure. lifted up. And they're like, yeah. Jay, would you just relax? And I'm like, I'm just saying. I'm a 33. You know what I mean? I need 33-inch bat. Right. Something not too heavy. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe whatever Pedroia's swinging. I'll grab right. Pedroia's bat. And That's they're just like. Bit. That's a little bit. Yeah. And they were like, just dial it back. And we never have to take BP, but I got to play catch. Nice. And after we got done playing catch, and I'm like, so what is BP right after is it this? Next or when or exactly? So you didn't play the player, though? No. Did you throw uh, out no. the first pitch? No. No. Okay. The game was actually... <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Both of you just trying to ruin the complete experience. <laughs> have you guys ever thrown out a first pitch? Yeah, like yeah. four times. Yeah, we've done it a couple times. Do you both throw at the same time? We have. We have, yeah. We did it at a Padres game. All four, well, four of us from Broken Lizard. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel like I'm being jerked to you. But I, I, but I love please, to, I would love to play catching the outfield. I, I mean, that's, you know, that'd be fucking great. It would so be you sign the wall? Well, you guys probably like play inside catch the scoreboard? after you throw out the first pitch, right? No. Oh, so you never play catch in the outfield of a Major League Baseball park? Uh, no, no. You just throw out the first pitch yeah, a couple with times three other guys stealing the shine? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. we talk to the players. That, yeah. that, that's all. right. That's not and went in the dugout and also in the downstairs in the back. It's cool, though. Oh, we went up to the announcer's booth and fake called the game. Uh, was oh. anybody there? Were the announcers Did there? people hear no, it? There was no, uh, no, yeah, no, no, okay, no. Cool. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you go inside the scoreboard and sign in there? Is that yeah, what you did? Yeah, yeah, went inside there. and fucking great. And then did you look at all the signatures, like Manny? Yeah, but you know what? There's so many names in there, you can't find anything of substance yeah. you sure. know and i felt bad i was like there's no way I'm, I, I go they're like you should sign i'm like nah nah you know what i mean because i feel like only players should be signing in there oh come on and then i'm seeing like lisa 99 <laughs> yeah, with exactly. a heart yeah. dot you know what i'm like you, fuck this. did you did you write something special or just put your name? i just put jay loss and boston strong okay. okay how do you think how do you think lisa got back there in 99 <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> how do you get that going? i don't know she's probably blue trot nixon yeah, dude. You know Trot Nixon. That guy. We didn't. You know what that guy did? What? Senior year in high school, he's in the state championship game. First at bat, he hits a homer. Next at bat, he hits a homer. Then they intentionally walk him. Intentionally walk him. It goes to extra innings. They got a pitch to him. He hits a homer. Fuck. But that was like an Trot Alabama. Trot Nixon. Where's guy. he from? He's from like Alabama or something. <laughs> oh yeah, I know where baseball's nothing. <laughs> he is. He is from down south. I don't is know he? where exactly. Isn't he? Have you seen Trot? Have you seen hey, Trot? Oh, fucking Trot. That whole team fucking cowboy yeah. up. Those guys oh, drove me crazy. God. I know. When they won everything and they came oh, back the greatest God. comeback in the history of sports. That did bother me. That was pretty good comeback. That did bother me. That did bother me. But that team itself, they were so dorky. It was tough to It was. It was tough to watch. Yeah, and you know it, too. What are you talking about? You people, Who was dorky? The whole uh, cowboy up crew. Millar is a dork. Kevin Millar? Yeah. Millar? He's a dork. You know what you love about him? He's an everyman. No, and that's I, what that team I, did. Whatever. They resonated with blue collar, not Yankee Stadium, where you got to pay sixteen hundred bucks to sit in some oh, leather bullshit. seat behind home don't, plate. Don't start Jack with that. It off. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> uh, you know what happened to me in that Yankee series? Actually, yeah. Game Three when we were getting waxed, yeah. like seventeen to three or whatever it was. I was doing a show in downtown at this like art festival. And where, like, where in Boston or no in L.A. Okay, okay. And I was with my girlfriend at the time. And they're like, it's going to be a minute. We're still doing this thing. I'm like, all right, we're going to go for a walk. And we went to this hotel, and that game was on. We're sitting there watching it. And they're getting beat so bad. Yeah. I looked at my girlfriend, and I'm like, I love you. <laughs> and she didn't say it back. She said nothing back. And I was just okay. like so hurt and so Wait, was this the first time you first said First time, love you? yeah. Oh, and I was okay. just Is she like, a Boston fan or no? 
No, she's okay, she you know, L.A. Shit. raised, but okay. she was, you know, I was just so hurt and so down. I needed something, and that's right. where I went. Right. And then uh, love you. the next day, <laughs> or game four, she comes over to my house. I'm laying on the couch watching it. We're in extras, and she comes right. in. She's like, hey. I was like, hey, and she's like, uh, I love you too. And I was like, oh, good, 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 good. We're like, we're, like Dave Roberts is, we're, is on we're, base. We're, yeah, we're, Dave Roberts is on base. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> He's going to steal. He's going to fucking steal. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that was how I fell in love with her. Okay. So, you know, really, it was her declaration of love which turned the whole series It might have been. You're, that girlfriend wow, had a lot of power. That. that. Look at that. Think about that. That could be it. And her name was Dave Roberts. Yeah. Her name, her was, name was David Lisa. Ortiz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was Lisa ninety nine. That guy's a dick, Roberts. When did you move out to L A? Two thousand. Okay. Had you been uh, doing stand up comedy in Boston? No. Had no. you been doing stand up comedy in New Ever? York? Never. Never. I've never done it. I'll tell you this. I saw D- uh, Bill Cosby when I was like ten at Greatwoods. Okay. Yeah, live right. with my mom and yeah. stuff. And I remember the whole ride home, I was like, like having cartoon visions of everything he had talked about. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. I heard Eddie Murphy delirious on a cassette tape when my mm, mother sure. my mother yeah. ran this dance camp and I would go to her dance camp <laughs> and dance no but it was at Wheaton College and we just had like days free I just had to be there because my mother was there but yeah. there were other camps there there was a soccer camp there there was and the San Francisco Boys Choir was there okay and I would kick it with some of those guys <laughs> singing what do you mean in the soccer camp or you'd sing with them yeah. no I would just hang out with the kids from the boys well, you choir. did say kick it you did say kick it I know soccer guys camp. I'm just yeah. sometimes it's the the humor the puns are unintentional right okay. yeah yeah okay. he's good. He's very He's good. fucking good. So they would go to their like classes our day, and I would just chill in their room listening to Eddie Murphy Delirious. And then I saw Chris Rock when I was 21. Yeah. And then the next time I saw live stand-up, I was doing it. Oh, shit. So I'd seen two stand-up shows in my life. You also have a flair for the dramatic. That was very dramatic. Thank you. I saw Chris dramatic. Rock, and the next time I saw live stand-up, I was doing it. Boom. And then the sign next time, in, Chris out. Rock was opening for me. Yeah, boom. boom. I did actually, my first stand-up experience was pretty weird. Was it? Where was it here? Yeah, it used to play, be at this place called Dublin's. You guys remember Dublin's? No. No, what's that? Where's it? It was in a uh, Biggie Small song. I'm bubbling at Dublin's. Anyway, Jay Davis used to run this room on Tuesday nights, and it was cranked. Where? Where? Where was it? Dublin's was uh, across from where, uh, I think it's the Pink Taco now. Okay. Okay. And it's this place. They, they ripped it down. On and, Sunset. Yeah, and tried to build something else, and it never took off okay. on Sunset. But it was upstairs, and it was this Irish bar, and they would take out a table from a corner booth and put a stage in, mm-hmm. and it was packed. Like, 250 people. Justin Timberlake would hang out. Vince Vaughn would hang out. Britney Spears. And it was like... This was like when Dane Cook became like Dane was already being Dane, you know, in L.A. And this is where he was just blowing up people coming every week just to see Dane. And it was like Dane, like Colin Quinn would stop in, you know, like it was just every, Chappelle would stop in. And they would do sets or they would just oh, yeah. watch. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do sets. And it yeah. was just the, it was the coolest show. And uh, anyway, I got and to. And you just jumped up there? What happened? No, How did you get up there? What happened was I used to wait tables and I was really funny waiting tables. At Dublin's? No, in Santa Monica, okay. this place, the World Cafe. Oh, and I know the World Cafe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We used to go to the World Cafe. We used to go to that World Cafe. That was my spot, man. Yeah, yeah. okay. And uh, I just people used to ask me all the time if I was a stand-up, and I was like, no. And they're like, oh, you should try it. And, and did you have any designs on this prior to this? I moved to L.A. to write and act. I knew I wanted to write and act. I okay. never thought about stand-up, although I would like stay up late and watch Johnny Carson when I was like really young. Like I remember like hiding behind a chair to watch it, you know? So yeah, like yeah. I knew there was something there, Yeah. and I did have this old file I found, stand-up routine when I first moved to L.A. that I didn't even know about. <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't like exploring it. I was taking acting classes. I was taking groundlings. I was doing all these things, trying to like figure out what my place was going to be. Yeah. And then this girl I worked with was like, you know, I know a guy who runs a stand-up show. You could probably get on if you really want to do it. I'm like, I don't know. 
Long story short, I went to Dublin's one week, met him. It was a meta med because he would run it with Jay. And I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, my friend, I'm friends with Vanessa. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, I would love to do stand up here. And he goes, yeah, you got a tape? I'm like, nah, man, I don't have a tape. And he goes, well, like, where else do you perform? I, and he, he goes, where else do you perform? And I go, oh, th- this would be my first time. I've never done it. <laughs> and he goes, oh, man, this isn't the room for you, man. These are all pros. You know, this is like this is like professional comedians. This is a pretty intense show. And I'm yeah. like, dude, tell me whatever you need me to do from this week till next week if you'll give me. I didn't know, you yeah. know. And yeah. he's like, all right, go to as many open mics as you can between now and next week, and I'll put you up. And I was like, all right. And I don't know why. And I, and I, I hope, like, you comedy purists out there don't hate me for this. But I always thought open mics were kind of a joke yeah, i just thought yeah. like if it's not real and there's no risk and there's nothing on the line and it's just other people sitting around, i just didn't believe in it yeah yeah so i went to one open mic and it was the <laughs> night before you blew it off yeah <laughs> i went the night before at westwood bruco with two other buddies we all did it yeah i did three minutes i tanked and i, I showed up <laughs> to dublin's the next night it was like 150 people there i did really well i went first did Were you, you same three minutes i did five minutes okay um I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. I the first that two that that first that Westwood Bruco I kind of just blocked out. But it was a, you know a lot of people. I was nervous. I remember standing in the back and f- sitting there having a moment where I go I was freaking out and I'm like there are two options right now, dude. You leave right now and you never do stand up again you and you don't worry back. about who these people are and you don't have anything to do with them or you just get over it and just go up. Yeah. And I did. And as soon as I grabbed the mic, like all my fear dropped out and I had a really good set. And then they were like, why don't you come back next week and do seven? And I was nice. like, all right, and go second. And I did. And I met this girl who's a comic and she was really nice. And I told her it was my first time. She's like, gave me your card. She's like, I'll help you. And I started like doing book shows and bringer shows. And that was, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Dane Cook closed that first show I did. That's right. I did. I, uh, when we were starting out, I did a show at the Improv and wound up. Uh, being the last guy before Dane Cook to go, like he just he just dropped in, and I was all excited. I was like, "I just open for Dane Cook." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was it was fucking bullshit. But I but uh, that, were you a regular then at Dublin's? I mean, you would do that. So then I so time. then they so I started doing shows with that girl. Courtney was taking me places, and then I came back the next week, and I just thought I didn't know. I just thought you were supposed to write brand new material every time. Like I didn't know right. that you'd work stuff and work on it. Yeah. So I wrote a whole brand new material. And Jay Davis, who booked it with a med after the second week, he showed up the second week and he's like, Ahmed was already on stage and like had already done the first comedian. Now was going to bring me up because Jay was late and Jay was fucking pissed. He's like, what the fuck is he doing? He goes, who's next? And I'm like, I am. He goes, who are you? And I'm like, <laughs> Jay, Jay Larson. Larson. And he goes, oh, what the fuck? I go, who booked you? And I go, Ahmed. And he goes, what the fuck? And he's like... <laughs> <laughs> he's like calling the stage like a med and I'm sitting there like what the fuck what's gonna <laughs> what did I you do you know what I mean I hate feeling I hate feeling like I'm not supposed to be somewhere yeah sure, you know sure, what I, mean? sure. I hate it yeah some people can just walk in like, oh, whatever. Not me. If yeah, I don't yeah. get invited, I just I'm just not comfortable. Hundred you know? percent with it's you. Just, yeah. yeah, it's who I am. And so then Jay brought me up and I got off stage and he's like, dude, I had no idea that was your second time, dude. And he, you come back every week. Every week you come. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and okay. I was like, thanks. And this was like they had the Tuesday nights, which was the crazy 250 people, and this was the Wednesday nights that I was doing. They called it Workout Wednesday, where all the same guys would come, but it was less pressure. But we still had like 150 to 180 people there. Yeah. And he's like, so I show up the next Wednesday. Show shut down, canceled because they didn't have a liquor license. They didn't have a cabaret license to have like live stand up, so they had to oh. fight it. So I was like, all right. So then I started going Tuesdays. And then Jay's like, yeah, man, you ain't ready for Tuesdays. I'm like, come on, fuck that, dude. You saw what I did on Wednesdays. He's like, who the fuck are you, man? And then I was doing other shows. And then I started doing Dublin's more and more. 
and uh, you know, and just fucking put in that Jay Davis's fucking face. No, it was great, Jay. I mean, I really appreciate it because it was such a. I learned so much, and some of my favorite comedians, like Sebastian Maniscalco, who I don't think gets enough, yeah, enough yeah. shine. Mm-hmm. People don't understand how freaking goddamn talented that guy is. Yeah. He is so funny. I think he'll have a show at some point soon. They've been trying to develop one for him forever, but yeah. he was there all the time. And guys like Brett Ernst, and then seeing Colin Quinn, and yeah. all these guys that like showed me like a different side of comedy that I wouldn't, you know, know. So yeah, I and then you started doing other rooms. So you started doing. Then I started doing my own show, yeah. and then I, this is how much I love comedy. I was waiting tables, quit my job. What year is this, by the way? This is I started comedy in two thousand one. Okay, this is like two thousand two or three, and. I just got another job because I needed more money. So I was only working one job. And then I got another job to make more money. And it was a really nice restaurant in Brentwood. It was going to pay really well. I mean, mm-hmm. like, they crushed. And then Jay <laughs> Davis called me. He's like, hey, man, I want to start this room at the comedy store. We'll do Belly Room Friday and Saturday nights, me and you. And he's like, you're going to be the guy. You help me get people there, and that'll be your room. And I was like, all right, call the restaurant. I'm like, yeah, I can't take that job. <laughs> That's awesome. And I went further into debt. Right. Um, and then eventually that show disappeared, too. Yeah. The, the Belly Room show. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a promoter, man. <laughs> it's you know tough. I mean? It's a lot of work. I was like, I'll just show up every ass. week and crush. You know, like that's what I want to do. You think like getting a fucking podcast guest a week is a pain in the ass, dude? How about it? Yeah, it is. Especially if you want to be, you know, it really is. It is. Just making sure, like, to get your schedules because we sure. got four people here whose schedules you need to connect. Same yeah. with our podcast. Like, we're trying to get people, and then you want to get them done ahead of time because you got to go out of town or you got to have a baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, you so your podcast, the Crab Feast. Mm-hmm. Where do people find that? You can go to thecrabfeast.com or you can go to iTunes. We're also on Stitcher and we're on Zoom. And it's you and Sickler. Dude, you and Ryan don't Sickler. even get him started about fucking Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. <laughs> These guys love their fucking Zoom. We just do, do it for no reason. We promote the hell out of Zoom. There's only, we only have like 30 listeners that listen on Zoom. When I, the special 30 listeners. Mm-hmm. Come on. When I, I did a pretty early Crab mm-hmm. Feast, didn't I? Mm-hmm. We talked about Zoom the entire time. Did you really? <laughs> we couldn't stop talking about Zoom. Okay. Because Zoom fucking... Zoom knows. Zoom knows, dude. Yeah. I think they bought skull candy, so watch out. Look out. I'm going to blow up now, man. Uh, How did you hook up with Sickler? How did you guys do Ryan that? and I, man, we've been doing stand-up. I did stand-up with him early on and knew Ryan. He would come do my show. Like The guys that like I would do shows, because I would run my own show. Like I said, I'm not a guy that likes to go places that doesn't feel welcome. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or And that's not on the other people. That's on me. I don't feel comfortable just showing up at clubs and being like, hey, how do I get on? I just don't know how to do that. Like That's why my first time was through a friend, and otherwise, I just, I don't know. It's never been in my nature. I think it's like growing up with no dad. No, I know and, you mean. You, you have friends, like Dave Rose, our friend Dave Rose, oh, yeah. is a guy that can go up and talk to a bouncer and just keep fucking charming him enough so mm-hmm. the bouncer's like, all right, just get the fuck in here. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. I, I don't have that gift. No. And I hate it. I hate not having no, that skill. No, exactly. I don't like waiting in line. I don't I don't like any of that stuff. I just like, I'd rather go to a quiet place where I can just, and I, whatever. It just, I don't know. I just, so I was like, oh, I'll start my own room, you yeah, know, because yeah. then I know I can guarantee myself once a week I can get, <laughs> yeah, get up. Get up. Yeah. It's a business. And I would go first every time. Yeah. And I would do new material every time. And that was like how I really like, got my comedy was like just grinding on Wednesday great, nights man. doing 15 out of a notebook so you do 15 new every week yeah I mean I would try to yeah. you know what I mean but I would just get out of the notebook because back then I wasn't trying to write you know what I mean I wasn't trying to do anything else I, I wrote a script took Groundlings started stand up all at the same time and, and when they were all like when Groundlings was done and I finished the script and I was still doing stand up I'm like you gotta pick one yeah because I want to focus and I just pick stand up. It is true. It's uh, I mean something we you know we have our fucking fingers in so many pies. Yeah. And like you do find yourself going through great stretches of time where you're not writing stand up and you're like fuck I wish I could just 
write a ton of stand-up right yeah. now. And I'm not a stand-up writer. I, all my stand-up comes from things that happen in my life. You know what I mean? Hey, well, it's interesting. You say that Bill Cosby was a big influence. I mean, that's, you know, that's one type of stand-up is the yeah. storytelling. Storytelling. And I try I like story- to. I like the storytelling a lot, though. You know what I mean? I think yeah. more and more Love people are, are starting to like gravitate toward it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's, you know. But so for me, life has to happen in order to have stories. You know what I mean? And I like to have interesting stories. You know what I mean? So, I, you know. So it can get like it can be a long time in between, you know. Yeah. How long after you know that that stuff started happening before you started going on the road and doing comedy? I didn't yeah. really do the road that much. Not, not Nick Swartzen took me out. Yeah. Um, that was like the first time I ever did the road. Is actually, I got a chance to do a triple run, which is like the worst. It's like the open mic of the road. Yeah. And it was three weeks, and I was getting paid nothing, and I took it. And what, and what is it like? Where do you go? Where do you go? You go to, we went to Montana, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Well, a bunch of guys or? No, two of us. Just you and Swordsman? No, no, fuck no. Swordsman's not doing a triple run. Uh-huh. This is me and this other comedian, Pete Johansson, very funny guy. Yeah. But like Wait, before we, I went out with Swordsman. Will you back up though? What's triple run? A triple run. This guy's name is Dave Tribble. Oh, okay. And he puts these runs together where you go out for three weeks and you perform like in one city, you do a show at like a hotel lobby yeah you know what i mean and then you drive an hour um seven hours to the next place right and you zigzag all over and you you know as a feature i was getting 100 bucks a night okay so i went for three weeks got 1500 bucks yeah had to pay all my travel yeah i made nothing you know what i mean but But i wanted i wanted the stand-up time i couldn't get a long set in town the longest i got was 12 minutes and this was 30 minutes a night i was gonna get 30 minutes a night for 15 nights and i was like fuck yeah yeah and i came back so much stronger you know, and then Swartzen took me out for like four weeks, and then I didn't really start doing the road on my own till about two years ago because I never want to do the road. I always want to be in town and yeah. try and write, and I yeah. want to like my goal and dream has always been to write something and have people act it out. You guys are really lucky dudes that you've been able to do that. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Yeah, is to like watch people. It's not all about me, you know. Stand up comedy is such a selfish, it is yeah. individual thing, and I don't. I don't. I want to work on a team where I'm putting stuff out there and watching other people shine. That's and so, uh, movies or TV? What kind of scripts are you guys? Are you, I'm you, writing TV mainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I sold the show last year, but I'm finding how hard it is. You know, it's really hard to get a show on television. It might really be hard. easier. They'll give anyone a movie. You know what I mean? They'll give five mm-hmm. guys that start a sketch group in college. Yeah, exactly. Give them yeah, movies. Yeah, you know what I mean? Why not? Fucking, why not? Why not? Anybody can do it. No, but you know, you realize that the TV world is interesting because, like, the TV world is more exclusive. Yeah, it's harder than the movies. Like, like the movies, if you can raise the money, you can get it done. You can get it done, and there's a lot of ways to get it done. Maybe your script is incredible, or maybe you just know somebody with money. Yeah, but maybe they, you're raising two hundred thousand bucks. Maybe yeah. you're raising a million bucks, which is what we did. Yeah. We raised two hundred fifty thousand yeah. bucks. Yeah. But uh, the uh, you know, in TV, it's like I remember like when I was first trying to get into it uh, solo. Like I, I had a script that I wanted to write, and my manager, who's like, a, he's a big TV producer. He was like, "You can't do it. They're, they won't. They don't believe that anybody who's not in the TV world can write." I was like, "But I write feature films." Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, but it's. They believe in TV. It's just a whole different thing. It's incestuous. It's a tight knit yeah, group. Very you, once you get in, you're in. But if, until you get in, yeah. Whew. And then you realize that like every show that is in development." is by somebody who's already working at the network in yep. some capacity yep. on, on some show. So it's like... But you sold the show last year. Yeah. Okay. And it was not a reality. It was like a... Oh, yeah. It's a no scripted, uh, yeah, scripted, scripted show. Okay. And it just didn't... They didn't They didn't decide to make it as a How pilot. How was the experience? It was fun. Yeah. And you were writing with another guy or were you... No, I was writing by myself. I had okay. two producers and stuff like that. Yeah. And we, it, again, it was a really weird thing. I sold it to a, a studio 
and then a network came in and that I had already worked with before, and they're like, "Oh, we want to we want to pre buy it." Yeah, you know, like we want first look. Having not read it yet, I hadn't even written it. Okay, it was a All blind right. deal. They were like, "Here's yeah. money, write something." And yeah. so then I wrote it. I pitched them the idea. They said yes. I gave them the outline. They said yes. Yeah. I never got one note. I wrote the first draft. I've never okay. written anything. I handed in the first draft. They gave notes. I rewrote it, handed it back in, and they're like, we're not going to make it. <laughs> and like the studio was like, this has never happened, man. We've never done anything like that. That's so weird. You know, but it's like... What do you mean? What, what, it because like- they usually like... you. You pitch a couple ideas, and they're like, "No, nah, how about yeah. this?" They're like, "Accepted my first idea." Then you hand in an outline. They'll give notes like, "Now nah, let's change this." Change. They didn't change anything. Okay, you know okay. what I mean? It was just like they were like the I whole see, time. It was like smooth sailing. And then yeah. they're like, "Nope." And you're yeah. like, "What happened, yeah. man?" Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and well, that's because somebody else has a deal, and uh, you know, they got to service so. that deal, that's, and that's you know, that, that's what happens. No, but we yeah, yeah we crazy. had a uh, we had a, a show set up at the same places that you mm-hmm. were set up, different studio but same network, and. Uh, you know, it's like that that year they had actually – their directive was to buy even more stuff because they wanted to go outside the box. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they knew that like Breaking Bads and all the other networks were now like uh, making really good television shows. And so they wanted to compete with them. And that mm-hmm. was the directive by the head of the network. And so they were like, all right, we're going to, you know, get some outside-the-box kind of guys. That's where we fell in. They are like, we want you to do something edgy. And, you know, it's got to be network, but it's also like we want your voice. We want you to really go for it. And at the end of the day, then the stuff that they wind up shooting is the same old stuff that they've been doing yeah. the whole time. It's people that they feel comfortable with. It's also people that, like, when the executives kick it up to the top guy who yes. has no idea who we are. None. He's like, okay, so he's like, all right. The Broken Lizard guys one, who I have no idea who the fuck they are, or the one with uh, Roseanne Barr that she's developing. Oh, let's go with Roseanne. You yeah, know? And exactly. That's, yeah. And you see the list of all the stuff that they choose, and you're like, oh, there's no way. We we never had a shot. Yeah. Well, it's also like just a bottleneck. Like, you know, they buy 70 scripts in uh, their development period. They're going to shoot 10. Yeah, no. And like two are going to get in the air. I mean, Dude, that's not good ads. I know? met Spike Ferenstein the other day. <laughs> yeah. You know Spike Ferenstein? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote, for those of you who don't, he wrote like nine of the most popular Seinfeld episodes of all time yeah. and was a producer yeah. on Seinfeld. And uh, we both have shows at Esquire, and I want to get him on the Crab Feast to promote his new show and just come on and tell stories, you know? So we're at this party for NBC Universal, and we're talking, and I was just like, man, I'm like, soup Nazi, dude. And he's like, yeah. <clears throat> and we're talking. He's like, he's a little bitter on, on the TV world now, you know, like trying to, like, yeah, you know. And I was just like, oh, and I was telling him, like, this is all I've ever wanted to do. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Jack Tripper was like, I watched him, like, <laughs> dude, that's who I wanted to be. And right. I'm like... People yeah. don't know about Jack Tripper. Keep going. I know, dude. It was one of the greatest characters of all yeah, time. Awesome. Not to mention how much I love Larry. I mean, dude, I wanted Larry, <laughs> Larry. as my best friend. Dude, and Mr. Roper and Mr. Furley. I used to yeah. do a Furley. Both yeah. of those impression. Did you? Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Furley was great. Oh, awesome. And, and um, you wanted to bang Suzanne and Summers. And the eye candy. She was the so candy. fucking awesome. hot. Yeah. And then the other Chrissy comes comes in the, the more like intelligent one yeah, right. like and you're like remember when he squirts the ink through the camera on her and that was like, the, that was her first episode was it really yeah he was hazing they were hazing her oh, and they yeah. made her feel like shit yeah and then she was like fine give it to me and just took it and then he fucking felt bad Jack what Tripper. an amazing i mean all in one tiny little apartment and the regal beagle do you understand yeah, dude the regal beagle. my life was <laughs> these are the shows that i watched as a kid are you ready for this right i would watch Days of Our Lives in Santa Barbara with my Nana. Okay. Okay, yeah. so I come home, she'd be watching her stories, <laughs> and I'd watch them too. Yeah. Santa Barbara, I'm like, this is how people have sex. Yeah. <laughs> what is Santa Barbara? Right. Yeah. Like, I, I, I fell in love with Santa Barbara just because right. of that. So I watched those two. I watched Three's Company in second grade. Me and Gerard Lima are the only people allowed to watch it. Yeah, because yeah. on late. 
It was on late, and it was, and it was adult, man. Yeah. And we got to watch that. And uh, there are gay themes in it too. Yeah, so yeah. One big yeah. running gay joke. One, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was yeah. in the pitch. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I remember in seventh grade, I was watching L.A. Law. Like, I don't know why I always had these. Like, sure, yeah. Anyway, so those were like Jack Tripper and Larry and the Regal Beagle and, and Santa Barbara. I was living this adulterous <laughs> life, yeah. you know, in like fourth grade. Yeah. Um, and Lana, Lana, who was always hitting on uh, on uh, Jack. Which one was Lana? She was like the horny older woman oh, who came yeah. along. Like I don't know, what, did she live in the complex? Uh, she was like very yes. horse. Everyone did. Yeah, yeah they who did. Didn't? And Mrs. Roper was always looking to get a little tail from uh, from Mr. Roper. Yeah, he was never. Yeah, he wasn't out. interested. Nah. Yeah, he was. Mr. Roper was my fucking favorite. Yeah, he was so goddamn Norman Fell. Yeah, yeah, Norman Fell. He was. That, but when did Furley come? Uh, Hi, Jack. Uh, after after the Ropers got a spinoff. Right. Remember there was a show called The Ropers. No. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. Because th- uh, th- she always wanted to bone, and he was always like, ah. Yeah. So they got a spinoff, and then they, they shipped in Mr. Furley, right. and Lana was also living okay. in the, in okay. the oh, house. Oh, Furley there. came after? Yeah. yeah. Don Knotts, yeah, dude. Yeah, Don Knotts. Talk dude. about calling in the closer, yeah. bro. Yeah, to bring a heavy hitter in. That's what she... That's... Talk about losing... Dickie Sips and bringing in Lou Gehrig, <laughs> Wally Pep, sure, right. Wally Pep, dude. Right. That's like Furley is your freaking. I know. Yeah, Lou that's Gehrig. Bon Scott from ACDC dies. Who do they bring in? Fucking Mr. Brian Furley, right. Brian Johnson, Furley, right. Yeah. right, dude. Furley, I, like uh, people couldn't see it, but I did the Don Knotts face. You know the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. I wish uh, you, you know gotta what? have one a show. I'll vine it. I'll one vine it show. for this episode. How many okay. times did he kick Jack out of that apartment? How many times oh, did man. he? Hey, Jack. And he's like, <laughs> I used to do an impression. I, I, I'm going to butcher it, but he's like, hey, kids, I'm going to head down the Regal Beagle to pick up some chicks. But uh, I don't know. I, I'm good. not even going to bother. No, I'm not even going to. No, you know what? Because you had the essence of it. It's like, you like think a... there's like a shitload of people out there who have no idea what show we're talking about? Probably. Yeah. But you know what? Three's Company. Three's Company. You can Three's get it. Company. You can watch it now. Yeah. To the original part, Jack Tripper. A fi- fantastic physical comedian, dude. Awesome. I was just gonna say, do you remember? They used to use that swinging door into the kitchen so much. You know what I mean? Oh, that yeah. was so like it would swing open. Jack would get hit, spin, fall down, pop. I mean, yeah, bounce amazing. on the couch. Yeah, right. yeah, amazing physical comedy. I, awesome. I, that's where like I try to be animated on stage. You know, I love to do. I mean, that was just watching that guy, man. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, no, he's, whatever. But so, uh, I'd say the. If Kramer, if you liked Kramer, then you would love the physical comedy that yeah John Ritter. But he was, was more three dimensional than John Ritter was. Yeah, than the Kramer character. Yeah, but still. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. The K man. Let's talk about let's talk about the show. Let's talk about the let's talk it. about the show. Yeah, right. Is that on your bullet points? It's, uh, I have a list. Fucking look. Don't you, you think you, you want look, to? It's the one in don't bold you want here. To? It's the one in bold here. Sure. You got a new show on Esquire. Mm-hmm. You're the host of it. I co-host it with uh, Sean Patton. Best bars in America. Best bars in America. Seems like a great fucking gig. What a great... I, whose idea? Was it your idea or did they hire you? No, it's Esquire's. You know, the Esquire magazine does Best Bars in America list since 2006, I yeah. think they started it. So it's based off that list. And how, did you get, how did you get in there? Um, I love restaurants and sure. I love... I, these world, are my hobbies. World Cafe. Woodworking. Yeah. Oh, uh, woodworking. Okay. Yeah, I really? like woodworking. Okay. I love design. And I like food and booze. Okay. And I like food and booze in design. So I really like restaurants. I'd love to have a restaurant someday. I really want to have a country store is what I want to have. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a little deli and some right. side dishes, but you can get things. Like the Laurel Canyon uh, country? <laughs> I mean, I love the Laurel Canyon <laughs> Laurel country, country store. store. Okay. You feel like you're in New Hampshire when you walk sure. in. Sure. I, I plan a day. If I have to come over the hill yeah. just to go there. I shot a movie like uh, in uh, June. 
at the top of Laurel Canyon at Laurel and Mulholland. We were at one house. Yeah. Okay. We shot yeah. a movie there for the month. Yeah. And whenever I was had to kill time, I'd just shoot down, go in there, get some coffee, sit out front. Sure. Just get a side of pasta salad that's just covered in mayonnaise. Right. I remember that pasta sub, salad. Get a sub, maybe? <sighs> no sub. But we used to do that all the time there, right? We lived, uh, we had a house on, uh, on Lookout Mountain. Oh, yeah. And uh, we you were, were right at there. the goddamn country yeah, store. Wa- we could walk to the country store. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I'm. So great. I don't have to get. I could get you stuff. I wanted to do a coffee table book of all the. <laughs> Katie's actually listening to this, by the way. This never. This never happens. Yeah. This never happens. She's listening. This never happens. Do you know that country store, Katie? Yeah, it's the best. Of course, there's Katie also knows the country store. There's one down the street from my house. It's not a country store, but it's like a. It's like a. It's it's. It should be a country store. My favorite country store is in Healdsburg, which is up near Napa and Sonoma, and mm-hmm. it's this tiny little country store that has a bar attached to it, and the bar's only open till 5. Okay. Mm. And all the workers <laughs> get off work from picking grapes, and they come and they sit, and they like there's picnic tables, and like there's huge pine plank floors, you know what I mean? They're yeah, like yeah. 18 inches across, and they're, yeah. and they're bowing from moisture, and there's like a little basket that's out with fresh eggs and shit, and you're like, <laughs> good Lord, let me grab a bottle of rosé, and I'll get the saloon sandwich with some, you know, Dude, I don't even say, heaven. Don't even say salumi to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said salumi? I love salumi. Oh, my God. He brought up salumi. So that's, I mean, anyway, there's a store around the corner for me, and I'm like, man, I just want to buy it and take it. Anyway, I have a buddy who has a lot of restaurants yeah. um, in this neighborhood, actually. Okay. Or okay. More like Los Feliz Silver Lake. He's yeah. got like five, six spots. And they talk to him because they love his design aesthetic and stuff, and it, he'd be great for it. So he... And they said, do you know any comedians? Like, yeah, yeah, one of my good friends who was big into design and big into drinks, right. you know. And so we put this little, they asked him to put a little tape together. They came to his bar and we went in the side room, which is like for private parties, and we shot this little video. Yeah. And it was uh, like you interviewing him and stuff? Or no, what? it was just us. Like, why, like, she fed us questions from yeah. the network, like, yeah. why we'd be good hosts and, like, talked about different things. And we talked about design, we talked about food, we talked about all this stuff. And, the network watched it and they were like, "Man, we really like this kid Jay," because <laughs> they wanted comedians. Yeah, not no offense to my buddy, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so, were you being funny in the sizzle reel? Yeah, but I'm I'm always I'm not an over the head guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like my jokes to be subtle and just come off like sure. you know. Sometimes if you're not even paying attention, you're not going to hear it. You know, you're not one of those on guys. I don't like to be. I like to be a human being. I yeah. like to be funny, but like yeah. You know, Natural. comedians that I like to hang out off stage are guys that are just, we don't ever, ever have to talk about comedy. And sure. we get our subtle jokes and when we get them in, just because, like, yeah, I just, I always wanted to have a normal life. You know yeah. what I mean? I just you know, feel I like. doing bits. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Now, they bounced this other guy. Was he pissed off? Your buddy? They didn't the bounce him, but they just, they basically <laughs> said, like, thanks for introducing us to Jay. Yeah. And, Did he, are you still friends? Oh, yeah. We're great friends. Okay. You know? And then how did they get the other guy, uh, Sean? They yeah. basically, they hit up my, my reps and they were like, hey, who does, who does Jay think would be good for this, and like, who should we like take look at? Yeah, and uh, I gave them. A, you said Sickler, and then yeah, what happened? Yeah. And then I did. I gave him. I gave him a list of a lot of people I yeah, thought yeah, would yeah. be great, and yeah. uh, they, you know, I think a lot of times people undervalue what casting people do. Yeah, and they hit it over the head because Sean and I really bounce well off each other. Do you know you Sean? Know? I mean, oh yeah, your friends with I knew okay. Sean. Yeah, yeah, and um. It's kind of a perfect match, you know, the two yeah. of us. So. Yeah. And so what was the pitch of the show that you guys go around? You go to bars and drink. That's pretty but much But, like, it's pitch. like there's there have to be something unique about the bar, right? I mean, there has to be something. What's yeah, the- there's a storyline. Basically, every bar is either, like, 
amazing drinks yeah. or it's a, a family run and there's a story behind the owners. It's been there since 1850 yeah. or it's been there since 2011, but right. they do X. Yeah. It's a dive. It's a speakeasy. How many you know. did you chose? How many of these did you do? Are you we still did doing seven it? towns. Okay. We did seven cities and we did probably seven, 84 bars probably. Oh my God. How Are many you episodes? kidding me? Ten episodes. Ten episodes. So seven cities, and then we did a dive bar episode, a hotel bar episode, and a food bar. And episode. how many bars per episode do you do then? Like five, probably six. like ten. Wow. And then something like no, maybe that's nine. A, that's unbelievable. Eight. But so then, how many bars are you shooting in a day? Like you, three. I, I assume you did like a, three a day, like a two week shoot or something like that, or three weeks. Each city was like four days. Okay, so you, you do go out, four you do days, three bars home, a day. And you go back, come home, and that kind of thing, or no? Yeah, no, sometimes you'd go one city to the next and then, you know, be gone nine days, then come home for two days, and then go back out for nine, then come home for like five days, and then go back. You know what I mean? So it over the course of like three, four months, you shot these No, we shot episodes? it. We literally shot it in the course of two and a half months. Wow. And yeah. how, and so like, okay, you go to a bar. Yeah, maybe two and a half. Yeah. How many drinks at each bar? Like, about, are, you, are you getting shit faced? Yeah. <laughs> we got drunk. Um, yeah. we, I'd say that on the whole trip, if we did 84 bars, that yeah. we probably drank. On average, uh, like 260 drinks, probably. <laughs> that's that's awesome. why you're eating fucking blueberries and almonds. Yeah, I know, dude. man. I'm detoxing. I mean, but like, we would do minimum at fest, two at a bar, like you know? Pounds, you know? Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah, exactly. like, yeah, you know. But that's the thing, though. It's like, you know, the other cliche about the road is, is how bad it is for you. And it's fucking true. And it's like, literally, my, I wouldn't say my health has suffered, but it's like, my, gut has grown since we started traveling and doing stuff. Yeah, I know, but now built into that, the fact that you're doing bar show, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, like, this food. Like, we went to this place, Danio's in New York, and yeah. they do this, like... Uh, Where's Danio's in New York? Where is it? Uh, I think it's in the Lower East Side. Okay. And they do this, like, garbage plate. Ah, uh, okay. <sighs> yeah. Literally, yeah. it's, like, macaroni salad, yeah. two cheeseburgers, tots, like, all this stuff, and it was amazing. And yeah, you've been yeah, drinking, yeah. and you're like, it's two in the morning, and I'm at this bar, and we got camera. Why am I not going to house this place? Sure, yeah. sure. So, yeah, you, we ate pretty bad. And are you getting tanked on camera? Like, yeah. does it come across that you guys are oh, a, little, yeah. a little lubed up on yeah. camera and shit? Yeah. In Austin, <laughs> we went to my buddy's restaurant. Like, I'm like, oh, let's get my buddy's restaurant in there, and it's a great spot, and he and I were just catching up. What is up. it? Can you, can you yeah, say? Yeah, it's called Botticelli's. Okay. okay. It's a great Italian place. It's yeah. in, uh, I think it's on South Congress, so if you're okay. ever in Austin, go check out Botticelli's I and get the Botticelli bread. Did we go there? Probably. God, I feel like we went there. The Botticelli bread is where it's at, man. Okay. And right. so we, he and I, he was just like, should we do, I think he's a little nervous. Like, so he's like, should we do a shot of tequila? I'm like, yeah, all right. And like your tolerance is so through the roof, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I You're mean, drinking I got real much drunk. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, yeah. I think we did seven shots of tequila. Motherfucker. And, then and was, the cameras are on? Yeah. And you're drinking beers, <laughs> you know, yeah. to wash it down. So. Yeah. But, you know, listen, I mean, it is, it is uh, <clears throat> every guy's dream. You know, people come to us and they say, hey, it must be nice to work with your friends from college. Like, you just sat around shooting the shit, making yeah, jokes, yeah, yeah. and now you get paid for it. Yeah. I mean, hosting a fucking bar TV you show? You must have been psyched when you got that. I mean, come on. It right? was nice, you know. Great. It was a nice step. And, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't want to take down the, the, the curtain for everybody, but at the same time, you know, we're always looking for jobs to make... You got to pay the bills. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? No, I wanna, no, I know. I want to make the next... Three's company, you know what I mean? Sure. But in the meantime, you're like, oh, I'll take this. It will be fun. I got a newborn at home, so then I don't get to see him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, And you're drinking a lot. And like you said, it's not the most pleasant thing to have to drink 
all the sure. time and be up sure. late and then like, <laughs> hey, can you redo that? Can you do that again? Yeah, can yeah, you do yeah, that yeah, again? Yeah. But I definitely enjoyed it, and I think we're probably going to go back out and again, and I'll enjoy going out. Yeah, again. I mean, as a matter of exposure, it's great exposure for you. I'm sure yeah, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun thing. Yeah. You know, it's not like uh, you'll paycheck out sure. of it, and yeah. you're getting drunk for work. <laughs> yeah, for, for work. work. Yeah, for work. What time of the day do you usually have that first cocktail? Uh, like one. Okay, so that one or two, you're at least slightly dignified about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like eight a.m. when you're. We uh, did have one where it was like before noon, and it was like the, the strongest drink we had the entire trip. There's this place in Portland, I forget the name of it, but they do this Spanish coffee, uh, and, Oregon or uh, or, or Maine. Oh, uh, Oregon. Okay. Yeah, everyone asked me that, and I'm like, you really think we're going to Portland, Oregon? <laughs> I mean, Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine is fucking fun. I know great. it is. You're I know the, it is, yeah, but yeah. it's not a major city. That doesn't matter. There's you know what? Bars I'm one of those people. When people say Portland, I'm like Portland, Oregon, Portland, Maine. I do too. Actually. I'm going I to Portland, mean. Maine next week. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. And I'm going to say this. What are you doing there? Like vacation. Getting? Are you, will you do me a favor? Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna, one, you'll. I mean, you'll probably have a lobster roll without me having to ask. Right? I I will. Yes. Will and I'll get, have lobster too. Will you get some belly clams for me? Sure. Should I do that? Yeah. Just okay. just for you to eat with some tata sauce. We take a picture. Belly clams. Are you? Yes. Okay. Are you a steamers kind of guy? Uh, I will eat them. I don't seek them out. Okay. Are you? I used to be pretty heavily into it. Like when I first was waiting tables in, in the Thousand Islands when I was in college, like that was the first time I'd ever seen really uh, steamed clams and a lot of different seafood, and so I went nuts for steamers. Yeah. But then when I worked at City Crab in New York City, yeah. I, j- I was like, uh, they were actually, they were too big for me. Like, the tails would be gigantic, and, like, the bellies were so big, I was like, uh, I kind of got spoiled on it. Yeah. Well, th- this is why belly clams, because you only get them in New England. Okay. No one, I mean, they have them at, uh, Rus- uh, what's the place here? Uh, anyway, there's one seafood place here that has them, but then it's a joke. Yeah. Gladstones? No, that's no. It's not even that. It's like a new place. I could tell you. I ha- I Instagram the thing to my buddy, but like, um. Anyway, they're deep fried. You know, they fry them. Yeah, they yeah, batter yeah. them and fry them. But the bellies are like black. And yeah, they're yeah, the yeah. richest and they're the best. They're just the best. Yeah, we had a place in Connecticut or where I live where they. You know, oh yeah, Jimmy's. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, Belly yeah. clams, some yeah. corn on the cob. Yeah, maybe a mudslide. Whatever. Yeah, I want to hit that. Yeah. Piece of <laughs> what were some pie? of those bar? What like in Boston? What, you you found good bars in Boston or no? <laughs> he is literally teeing well, that up. Well, it's funny because we had uh, Jamie Kaler on last week. You know Jamie Kaler? Yeah, of and, course. Uh, Kayla. Yeah, Kayla. He's Kayla. one of you Listen guys. Listen to Kayla Radio and XM. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of you Boston guys. He's a New Hampshire guy. Yeah, he's a New Hampshire but guy. He claims he went to BU. He played soccer there. I yeah, give yeah, him yeah. props. Yeah. But we were talking Boston bars last week, and uh, 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 we told some of our stories. But I, I've, I've never been to a good bar in Boston. so You haven't? No. Oh, wait. I think that we talk about that when you came on the we podcast. You had some bad experience. Oh, t- I told you this. They my, tossed your buddy yeah, out for not my, having ID. My wife. My mom. His mom. Your we mom. talked about this. My mom. They threw my, I told the story to the camera. Listen, she doesn't have an ID. Get her yeah. the fuck Get her out, out of here. Did she put a peach in her ass? Yeah. Sure, she can. Then she can come in. Rules of rules. Now, what, what bars in Boston did you hit? Uh, Are you at liberty to... Yeah, I mean, the episode already came out. We yeah. went to this place called Drink, which is pretty amazing. We actually rolled die with the staff in the back for money and booze, <laughs> which was crazy. Yeah. They made me eat a cup of cinnamon, like this much, that oh, round, really? that deep. Like, That's it's part of the game. Part of the game, because it dries your mouth out. Yeah, you but they didn't... Yeah, yeah. And then you have to... Chew. They were... It was a, one of the classiest drink spots that you'll ever go to. There's no back bar, so you don't even see what booze they have, yeah. and they don't have a drink menu. They just basically ask you, like, what do you, what do you want to talk for a base? And like, they build it around your personality, uh, and they're amazing. It's, really? like a, okay. it's like going to a kitchen. And then, so, the the drink that we were sipping on in the back were Sazeracs. They had a tray of Sazeracs just for all of us playing. I know what that is. Oh, it's a great cocktail. It's okay. like one of their first New Orleans cocktails, American cocktail. Okay. Um, see the shit he learned. He gets to, you know, well, you know, man. listen, this is, uh, this is Esquire. 
I know it. And that's why I like they also have features. Like right now, they've got in the current issue, they've got Ernest Hemingway's favorite drink. Like they give you your well, summer Hemingway, cocktails. Every place we went to was something was based off like what Hemingway drank. Let yeah. me tell you something about Hemingway, okay? <laughs> and I don't want to get too heady <laughs> for your audience, but I am talking to a couple Ivy Leaguers over yeah. here. Yeah. And uh, I, you know what my problem with Hemingway is? Tell me. Green Hills of Africa. Have you ever read it? No. no. Fuck him. Exactly. <laughs> it's the only one he wrote in narrative, and he stroked himself off as the greatest hunter of all time shooting big game out in Africa. And I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> right. I don't care who the bell's tolling for. Although I will tell you this. <laughs> one of maybe the greatest book I've ever read is Old Man the Sea. Yeah. Sure. Whew. Santiago. Yeah. God. Sure. Sa- asshole. Santiago, right. dude. Fucking Marlin, bro. Yeah. But that, go. if you haven't read that book, it's like 120 or 140 it's easy, pages. It's easy. You read it on the toilet. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. how you should live your life. That oh, Every actor in America should read that book. Fuck Stanislavski. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's going. Don't am stop. I, is yeah. this, am I getting too high, Brown? No. No, no. We not like, at all. Are you kidding? Do you know who you're talking to? Yeah, Ever and Lemmy, bro. We're a couple of Ivy League. I know exactly what you are, but I don't know. It's so far, I haven't, you know. <laughs> we we uh, like to say our, our Broken Lizard credo was always uh, dumb comedy for smart people and smart comedy for dumb people. I like that. Yeah. That's tight. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? It's right? good having a motto. I feel like I fit in that demo. <laughs> you're right in that demo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, what New York bars? Some of New York bars. I want to no, I I hear mean, some, of these, some of these good bars. Do you I love mean, New York? Oh, wait. By the way, you have to get out of here, don't you? Yeah, but we're all right right now. Well, how, how much time do you have? How much time do you have? I got like, what time? How long, is, how long have we been running so far? Okay, yeah, I'll give you five more minutes. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to make sure like you, your fans get at least an hour of their app. You don't listen. Want to we don't want to rip them off. People who looked yeah. and saw Jay Larson's name, who tuned in, they want some fucking. They want to eat that belly right there. That's you know right. That they want to deep fry that shit right there. Right. That yeah. big black belly. Yeah, yeah they want that. Um, <laughs> new, I, do I love New York? Who asked? You asked that. I did. Yeah. I, I mean, how do you prefer it to Boston? No. How you could out of your you mind? Not? Boston's the capital of the world. I will say this. I will say that there's New York City. And then there's every other city, yeah. At yeah. least in the United States, I haven't been, you know, to Tokyo. I haven't been to Dubai, you know. But um, how could you even pick five bars in New York, though? I mean, come no, on. that's the thing. We did a stat where like you could drink in New York every night for nine years and not go to the same place. <laughs> <laughs> that's that amazing. Is that the stat? something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty that's amazing. Great. I mean, there's a bar in every single corner. That place yeah. is just alive. It's electric. L- LA is such a different place. Yeah, yeah. You know, and one thing I have learned from going on this thing is like, man, I wish. If I hadn't got into uh, the entertainment business where you have to be in L.A., you yeah. know what I mean? Because I did New York for a couple of years with my wife, and yeah. it just wasn't – I just didn't know how that was going to give me the end road. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously you can. It works for a lot of well, people. Yeah, that's why we, we moved here. Yeah. We were there for 10 oh, years. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, I just feel like this is a natural progression. This is where I always wanted – I moved here, then to New York, then back. But, like, you go to all these little cities like Portland and Austin, and you're like, God Portland, damn. Oregon yeah. or Portland, Maine? <laughs> Portland, Oregon, okay. awesome, and so you're awesome. like these Austin cities are awesome amazing. Too. What a great yeah. place yeah. this would be to be I could in your twenties. Yeah, yeah, I could have yeah. lived here right now. Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, heard good things. Fucking great. Did you do bars in L.A. too, or no? Yeah, we did L.A. Okay. Tiki T, we did Tiki T. We did yeah. Bar Covell. That's my buddy Dustin's spot. Okay. Great beer and wine bar in uh, Los Feliz. Um, Where did you go in New York City? Uh, we everything was Lower East Side. Okay. And uh, oh, okay. Soho. Those things turned out. They probably are. When we were there, they're all different bars from when we were there now. Yeah. We went to uh, Golden Cadillac. We went to PDT. Um, those are Golden Cadillac's really new. They do like 70 style cocktails. Okay. They had some really amazing. The Golden Cadillac drink there was sick. 
sick. Yeah. PDT was all right, but they they you have to go through a hot dog store to get in there <laughs> through a phone booth. Nice, and they serve hot dogs in there. That's oh, that's awesome. like epic. that place in Milwaukee. You had to go through the bu- phone booth to get into the bar. Great. That place is great. It was like a speakeasy. You got to go to this place well, in where Milwaukee. Is it? It's across we the went street. To Milwaukee. It's across the street from the Paps Theater. It's a speakeasy. You go in, and it's like, and it's hilarious. Like you have to enter into a phone booth, mm-hmm. and then you have to. Dance around like a penguin, but meanwhile, there's a camera that's being uh, sh- it's showing this to everybody in the bar, so everybody oh, in the bar is just laughing at you. <laughs> then you go in there, and it's like at last call, for instance, the the, the bar stools uh, start to lower into the into the floor. Yeah. Oh so my that it's god! Like, so it kicks you. It, it kicks, kicks you out. out. That is <laughs> sick. Yeah. So like you're sitting there, and it's like you know. 150, and all of a sudden your seat starts getting lower. On the that is thing. sick. You're like, what's going on here? Yeah, and Let's they've, call. Got, they've got uh, one of those um, excuse uh, telephones where, like, you co- you call up from this thing and you can select, okay, I want to be in an airport or I'm in a traffic jam or something like that. And you hit it so you can call, like, your wife and be like, oh man, I'm in traffic. And what she's hearing on the other end is like, <laughs> eh, eh, like, no cars honking. Or, like, yeah, I'm in an airport and, like, man. you know, like, flight 23 is taking I off. I love that. That's See, great. I just love that was the other thing is going around the country and seeing how creative people can be and yeah. how, like, they can stretch their imagination. Like, eh. I feel like in this day and age where the internet, you can get anything at any second. Whenever I drink or taste or see or experience or hear comedy that I've never heard before, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's so damn refreshing. Yeah. Like, that's what comedy is to me. Like, if I can see people that are doing something I've never seen, that's all, I've yeah. never seen a premise, or it's that's why I like storytelling because it's, it's specific to that person yeah. and it's, it's real. Too. It's real. Like you can feel it. Yeah. Real. You know what I mean? And, um, that was something great is just seeing like people all over the country just doing stuff and being like, yeah, check the check out what we're doing. We're yeah. taking uh, cocktails and we're barreling it like uh, wine, and then we're opening it up a year later and serving it. Up, you know, right? You know, just something you've right. never had. That's great. Yeah, it's cool. It's how it's so? Cool. How many? So you have ten episodes. Is it on already? It's yeah, it's on Wednesday nights on Esquire Network. It comes on at ten o'clock p.m. Okay. And um, uh, and how many episodes are you in already? I mean, what's the... we're we're four down, so okay. six to go. Okay. And then, do you know if it's renewed yet for a second I don't. Season? I don't know. It's a great idea, though. I'm sure it will. Well, I have a feeling it's going to, but that's, that's just right me. I'm always pretty optimistic. Yeah. And does Esquire, do, do you have a free subscription to Esquire now? <laughs> no. You <laughs> think, think you free shit? Yeah, thank you free shit? No. You free magazine? What the fuck? No. That's bullshit. Or my man. cable package. What the fuck? I should get that fucking done. God damn it. Good call. Let me get into that. How, wh- how, wh- how much more time you got? Can I ask you another question? He's, he's, yeah, go for it. I, well, you know, I, I got a text. Maybe that I'm doing another podcast after this. Oh, yeah. God. He's doing a podcast in 15 mm, minutes. Somebody's, somebody's better than us, probably. Someplace else. I, I love doing people's podcasts. It's fun. Know, it's fun, yeah. But then oh, I'll come hang out with you guys anytime. Do you guys... Have, this is so fun. I mean, just, we're just chilling. Bad, we're just shooting the shit. This this, you, it actually is a nice way to reconnect with, with people you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, well... Which you probably do. But do you guys have guests every week? Yeah. So you never have, or you and Sickler just shoot. We've the shit. done it like two or three times, and you don't like doing that. No, or we you do. Prefer but having we guests? prefer having guests because we do storytelling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, we can we only have so many stories. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think the nice thing is about us doing it together is that uh, you know sometimes you don't have a guest or you're you don't rally to get a guest yeah, <laughs> or whatever, I and know. then you shoot the shit. Yeah, I know, know that's which can work too. Yeah. Plus, we disagree with each other a lot. Yeah, we'll fight yeah, a lot. Well, we like the, to fight a lot. I think you guys have learned in writing that. Um, you know, you need confrontation. You do. Yeah. Conflict is the, good. Conflict, yes. Yeah. But there is no wrong. No. There is no wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so that's hard, though, to get a guest. You have a guest every single week. Every week, How yeah. many episodes have you done? We've done Hundreds? 112 or Holy 113. Shit. Yeah, I think 114 is this tomorrow, Tuesday. Okay. It comes out every Tuesday, the podcast. Tuesday, every Tuesday. Tuesday, it's the Crab Feast. 
crabfeast.com. I love that podcast. It's, it's fun. Great. Thank it's you. a really yeah, great I podcast. It. it is. Yeah. And and uh, and how many do you record it faithfully like once a week or do you bank them? Like you do a bunch of We'll bank. I mean, when yeah. I had a baby and then went on the listen You were on the I road a, for a while. I had a baby. Yeah. Then went on the road for 7 weeks, got home for Six days, booked a movie that was shot for twenty five days. Shit. Your wife must have been pissed. She yeah. was she was pretty understand. I mean, it was my first like feature film with studs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what is the movie? Like Ten person cat. Can you tell us? Yeah, it's called The Invitation. It's a thriller actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh I don't know when it's gonna what the deal is gonna be with it. You know, I think they're gonna go to festivals first. Mm-hmm. Okay. You so, got a good part in it? I mean you got a, you got a good uh... Yeah, I had, I mean it's ten person cast, man. Yeah. John Carroll Lynch was in it, and then oh, I um, love him. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, so freaky. That guy had stories, dude. Yeah, talk about stories. He's a male powder mall. This guy. Yeah, yep, big time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then we had uh, this guy Mikhail uh, Hausman, uh-huh. who's on um, Game of Thrones, and he was in Treme. Wait, which guy is he in uh, Game of he's, Thrones? He's uh, you know Khaleesi's uh, new love. Like he replaced her love interest. Oh yeah, he's going to be okay. Yeah, oh, I like that guy. He had a great kill. He had guy. a great kill this season. Yeah, yeah. man, love that guy. And then uh, another talented actor, Logan Marshall Green. He's on a new. He was in Prometheus, and he's got a new series coming out on Cinemax. You know, Cinemax is launching like the Nick. Yeah, and then yeah, the Soderbergh thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then the Logan Show, which is about like in the seventies. I guess there were all these murders in Memphis. With uh, the mob was hiring Vietnam vets to kill, and that's, that's what crazy. that's about. Okay. And then um, we just had some really talented people, and the writers are super talented. They wrote Clash of the Titans, and they've right. wrote Ride Along and the Tuxedo. And and you shot here in L.A., which yeah. is awesome. Great. Right. And you can go Top sit in your own bed. But, yeah. yeah. Every yeah. Okay. So you're saying it was uh, you shot in one location, so it's— One location. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a the it's invitation. A it's a thriller. Yeah, okay. is it like a who done it type thing? Uh, not to not to turn it into a parlor comedy. Is it a who? Is it a wad unit? Uh, it's it's not really. It's it's a it's a psychological thriller that I'm. Just, that's all I'm gonna say. I don't okay. want to give you don't give me away. About did it. you audition for it or did you? I kind of like they had like uh, this guy fell out and they actually the casting people really liked me and then uh, the the one of the writers and producers really liked me so I went yeah. and met the director and. Do you audition? Do you go out on? I do. Yeah, I'm not great. Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. great. I'm, I'm the worst. I, I'm. I have a really tough time trying to make real of fake. Yeah, even more fake. You know, sitting in a room with one person and they're looking down and there's someone else texting and it's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it's like. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't have the headspace and stuff. I don't, I'm always like, just put me in it. Yeah, I yeah. will deliver. Come on. Yeah. And yeah. like that's in this jump one. Jump hoops. Exactly. Yeah. I delivered. Like I did, and it was dramatic. I did dramatic scenes. Did nice. Did you cry? Or were you just No, scared? I didn't have to cry. I was close, though. <laughs> Did you heavy breathe, like hyperventilate? Like, oh, 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 the, <laughs> yes. the killer's out there. Yes. Yeah. I Nudity? almost hyperventilated twice. You, we, when we made Club Dread, every fucking day, there's people, they're giving us oxygen because you're like, the whole, you realize to be scared, it's like, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. And, and you, you don't realize. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to hype yourself up. And there's like yeah. a scene where I'm running and then I get to the end and they're like, cut. And I come walking and I'm like, oh shit. And then someone else like, you getting lightheaded? I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, oh, yeah. damn. We're in it, baby. We're in <laughs> it. I feel this. But shit. working with real actors, like, and I say real actors because I'm talking about like people that make their living from acting, right. Right. not, right. not right. a comedic right. actor, not a comedian right. who's acting. I'm talking, it was amazing. Yeah. It's intimidating. To watch them turn yeah, yeah. a switch on. There's and some good draw. people out there. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and people that aren't even like huge. And yeah. I'm just like, good. How are they doing that? Because you know what it is? Time. It's commitment. 
it is like a guy like me. Like sometimes you can't mentally commit. Like these people. Well, because Kevin commit. Kevin makes fun of people like this that you're describing. People. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. I don't think that's true. It's not even an ability to commit. It's an ability to leave themselves open to the commitment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to be able to open yourself up to like allow yourself to be something. And not clearly. You're closed off. Yeah, and I am. He, a little, he doesn't you know, understand the words that you're saying. I understand right them because when we act with people like that in our movies, it always is intimidating to me. Nah, but like whether it's women or, or do people get offended by you? Like just in casual conversation when you're throwing stuff out there, like when we act with people in our movie. <laughs> like how do people? How do people? Well, we've made a few movies, Lars. I know on, you bro. guys. Said, you know what's funny? I want to say this to you. I remember it. Maybe six years ago, maybe longer. My father-in-law goes, "You yeah. know what? Uh, you know what movie? I think that you would." Have you seen Super Troopers? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I I go, no, I haven't. He goes, oh my god, it's so funny. That is, you would relate to that humor. That humor, these guys, and just kept going on and on about it. And then at that point, I was like, I'm not fucking seeing Super yeah. Troopers. <laughs> fuck <laughs> those guys. <laughs> me. Super Troopers. That's how I feel about everybody else. Yeah, fuck that shit, man. Yeah, but, but you watched it. But like, no, but you guys, honestly, man, what you've been able to do is fucking amazing. Oh no, no it's great. We know, we know how yeah, fortunate yeah. we are. Yeah. But like. We have also been fortunate enough to work with great talents like Cloris Leachman and Bill Paxton, yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Clark Duncan, and <laughs> these people are like, dude, like Lance Henriksen. It's like he pours himself into like a, even a, a small like five day role in in our movie, yeah, yeah. And then you know it's like we're making Club Dread, and Kef- Heffernan has to be like a masseuse who's good with like swords. Like that's his secret thing. That's a red herring that he's a good swordsman. Uh-huh. And we're like, are you going to take like a class in sword play? He's like, nah, fuck it, I'll fake it, I'll fucking wing it. <laughs> and we're like, hold on a second. And he's like, no, it'll be funny. It's like, like I don't really know. And, and so it's like, you see on the day, he's just like doing the thing and it's funny. like that. It's funny, though. It's pretty funny. It's It'd funny. be awesome if you were actually fucking awesome at it. Nah. Like, if you came Why out. Why waste the money? This is where you lack the commitment. Huh? I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. He Why mo- waste the money? He mocks it, you know? Like, I wouldn't do a ride-along. You know what I mean? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> You'd be like, I'll be fine on the day. Yeah. I, trust me. I, I know. need to go. I know what cop. it's like to sit in a cop car. Yeah. Have you had Todd Glass on the show? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did he talk about doing? You know, he does ride-alongs. No, he's I got a buddy. He's a cop. He's done like two hundred ride-alongs. Get out! Really? I swear to God, he loves it. He thinks it's the greatest. I bet it is. You should. I, talk I think to it would be it. probably good for fun. I don't think I would do it for work, though. Yeah. <laughs> I've done. A, I've done a ride-along with a drunk cop. I did. Uh, That's true. We did. You know, we we were in Missouri, and we had uh, it was a, the Missouri State uh, Cop Convention. Mm-hmm. They were all staying in our hotel. The convention was in the hotel. All these cops were staying there. Anyway. The short version of the story is that leaving his hotel room after one of the shows, like, you know, we hung out for a little while, commiserated. I went down to my hotel room on Thursday night. It's the Thursday night. Yeah. And uh, a bunch of them recognized me and fucking pulled me into a room. Hate, like, just pounding, like, just passing a whiskey <laughs> bottle around. Yeah. Fucking pounding. Tried to call him up. He wouldn't answer the phone because he's smarter than that. Yeah, no fucking way. And uh, finally, at, like, four in the morning, in a fully jacked up state patrol car driving to a 7-Eleven to get cigarettes <laughs> fucking drunk ass cop is drunk driving I'm riding shotgun there's shotgun there's like fucking guns everywhere like we pull in there he's what? playing clothes yeah. yeah that is sick that's dude. my that's the radio's on it's like you know we gotta find yeah. yeah that's cool man and then from my perspective I go to we have radio at like 6am you know I go mm-hmm. knock on his door because he's not there I'm like what the fuck and he answers the door Wasted, like still wasted, and I'm like, "How did this happen between you leaving my room last <laughs> yeah, night exactly, to right dude. now? How did you get blacked out drunk?" Yeah, the cop. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> fucking cops. The fucking cops. God damn it. Fucking. Cops. I just did a show. I, I I'll tell you this, and I gotta go. I did this <laughs> show the other night called Brouhaha. 
and it's like a drink stand-up show, drinking game show, and it's like remember the party in old school where where Snoop performs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like that. Okay, okay. three hundred kids. And it's the craziest where thing. Where is it? Where, where? It's in L.A. They okay. they do it like once a month. It's out of control. And like you have to drink a certain amount before you perform. And I had to drink for 29 seconds based off of what the stand-up before me did. Okay. And how's your tolerance at this point after it's, coming off the show? It's not as I mean, great. Back or no? Okay. And I just got – I was stupid about it. And yeah. I could have just drank a beer for 29 seconds. Yeah. And I go, I have whiskey in this cup and beer here. I'll do 29 seconds of beer or I'll do – uh, 14 and a half, or I'm sorry, 25 seconds, 12 and a half seconds of whiskey. What well, do you what, guys want? What does want? that mean, though? That you, you have you're to chugging it? Well, they count off. Okay, got it. Okay. And they wanted whiskey, and I did whiskey, and I. Oh, boy. Let's just say my did, wife was not happy. Sunday. Did you black yeah. out on stage? No, fuck no. I mean, I kept drinking beers the rest of the night, went out and played pool and stuff, but yeah. I'm saying. I got dropped off at my buddy's house. I'm like, he goes, you don't want to just go home with the Uber? I'm like, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk. And I had to go to Fat Burger and eat half a burger <laughs> and then walk. And like, I was like, I was fighting. I had yeah. to sleep on the couch. I just told my, yeah, my wife was not sure. happy. I, How was your performance in that show, though? It was all right. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I would have given myself maybe, I'm a harsh critic, and okay. I'd say a six and a half out of ten. I'm sure people <laughs> yeah, there yeah, would yeah, say yeah. maybe it was a seven and a half, but it definitely wasn't a ten. And like I told you guys before, I like to always deliver a ten. Yeah. But they didn't pay to get in, so. Yeah, yeah. fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck that shit. I you did, get free booze out of I it. I did then. black out on stage one time, Thank courtesy of the audience. Yeah, Kansas City. Yeah. What were they giving you? They were just like, it was a January show. So we hit, you know, it's like when you take the holidays off and you come out there and you've forgotten some of your rules, like how to not accept a shot from somebody. Like, yeah. no, 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 thanks. Yep. I'll get you later. You know, like, and uh, Heffernan went first this night. Yeah. And when I got out on stage to join him, they were like already like a number of empty shot glasses and then a shitload of shots just waiting for me. In, in front of my and I just started fucking oh, yeah, you feel back. like you want yeah. you want to be the hero yeah. and, and it was like ah! yeah so people stupid. are cheering the more shots are coming like fuck it why not fucking doing it and like like you're doing your whiskey fucking yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. so we do 20 minutes together and about 10 minutes into my 30 minute set lights out like I don't remember anything else <laughs> wow I, I hear the reports that like uh, he was out it's like I'd start a joke and then I couldn't finish it but people were on my people side were they, loving it, they knew people what happened it. you know dude this is the last thing, and then I definitely got to go. Todd okay. Glass one time got drunk in D.C., and he did the same joke three times in a set, okay? <laughs> and my buddy was featuring for him and told me, because we both love Todd, and so I texted Todd and go, hey, man, heard you're a real professional out in D.C., way to go. And he texts back, who is this? And I go, don't you worry who this is. And he <laughs> called me, and I pick up the phone, and I go, hello? And he goes, who's this? And I go, don't worry about it, man. And he goes, <laughs> and he loves practical jokes. Yeah. Right. And I was like, you know, blah, 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 going back and forth with him. And he's like, he goes, you're not really going to tell me who this is, huh? And I go, nah, man. And I go, I just know that you got wasted, told that watermelon joke three times. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, is this Adam Sandler? <laughs> is this Adam? Is this you? And then he's doing bits to me. He goes, wouldn't that be hilarious if I just started doing, like, naming all the famous people I know? Yeah. And my buddy used to work at Happy Madison, uh -huh. and Todd had a deal at Happy Madison, which is Sandler's production company. Yeah, right. And when Sandler's dad passed, I know that Todd wrote him a letter because Todd's dad had passed. Yeah. So uh, when he goes, is this Adam Sandler? He goes, wouldn't that be funny? Blah, blah, blah. And I go, why? Because you sent him a letter when his dad died? And he goes, who is <laughs> and I strung him for like 20 minutes I just kept hitting him with other stuff and other stuff all right, all right. 
And he's like, dude. You didn't get the accent off you? Or you I, was, I was just playing it. Okay. And he goes, you really not going to tell me who this is? And I'm like, no, man. He goes, God, you know I love this, don't you? And I go, yeah. <laughs> and I go, tell you what. Let me, I'll give you a phone number, and you call this number, and they'll tell you who this is. And he's like, all right. And I gave him my buddy who used to work at Madison. And like yeah. five minutes later, he calls me back. He goes, Jay Larson. <laughs> I go, what's up, Todd? He goes, God, you had me going. Wow, way to go. That's awesome. All right, everybody. Right. Anytime, gotta go. anytime you guys need somebody, let okay. me know. Okay. You got it, drops man. out, I know I'm not okay. a high priority on your list, and I know that. Super high you know, priority, dude. We came at 10 a.m. for you, dude. Come I know on. What do you thing. mean? You're not, I've been ch- chasing you for like fucking eight months to get you on this thing. Yeah, come on, Larson. Hey, dude, do you have any chance you're available today at 2? It's like one <laughs> thirty. How, how do you do it? Oh, I guess you, you contacted me in advance, I guess. Oh, yeah, well, that's bitch. a professional way to do it. Uh, okay, Esquire TV. Esquire TV. Jay Larson Comedy Best on Twitter. Bars Best Bars, Wednesday nights, 10 p.m. Okay. Wait, do your Twitter handle Crab Feast handle Podcast. Again? Jay Larson Comedy on everything. Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. And okay. then the, <laughs> the Crab Feast. And the Crab Feast. <laughs> Pin, crab it. Feast. Pin it. All right. Let's chew on the way out. Yeah. Come on, Larson. Chew. And everybody, look, I'm going to vine a Don Knotts face. Okay. Thanks, Larson. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Talk to you guys next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com. What? <laughs>